This is from John 16. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. It's Pentecost and we, we celebrate this every year and in lots of ways we say, well, every day's Pentecost. The Holy Spirit is always with us. And of course that's right. But in this particular moment, we want to think, why did the Holy Spirit come? He came for lots of reasons, and I'm sure we could all give some of them, but in the prophecy that Peter referred to when he spoke, he said, um, this prophet Joel from hundreds of years ago, he wrote that your, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Now, I'm sure it applies to everybody, not just to, to men, it's people. The young people will see visions, the old pe older people will dream dreams. Now, I've got a, a birthday coming up this week, and so I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm young or old. I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to be having visions or dreams. But it seems to me that one of the impacts of the Holy Spirit inside us is to engage our imagination, our visions, our dreams. He brings those alive. One of the things you'll have noticed during this period that we've, we are calling pandemic is that people use their imaginations a lot, but sometimes the imagination that they have is not so good. Sometimes they imagine fearful things. Sometimes they imagine uh, bad things happening. Now, it's not to say that we, we're not aware of those things. It's been a dreadful, dreadful time. It's caused suffering and chaos and uh, all kinds of just negative things for, for people. Thousands of people have died. We know that. What the Holy Spirit wants to do is to get hold of our imagination and bring them alive, to, to wake them up and bring them alive to imagine the things that are in heaven. In the readings from John, it talks about the Holy Spirit taking the things from Jesus. In another part in that section, he says, everything that belongs to the Father, he gives to me. I give it to the Holy Spirit and he gives it to you. So the whole of the Trinity is involved in this process. And the imagination and the dreams and the visions that he wants to bring into our lives come straight from heaven. And I wonder if that's the way that we see the activity of the, the Holy Spirit in our lives as well. Yes, he does so many things. He's, he brings us salvation. He regenerates us. He brings us alive. He heals us. He, he brings forgiveness to us. All of those things are true. But as well as that, I think within our dreaming and our imagination, the things that, that drive us, the things that call us forward, 
the things that we hope for, those are the things that he wants to deliver from heaven to us on the earth. And, and there's no limit to what he wants to do. Yesterday, I watched some of this, this, this book that I've, I've written. That came out of my imagination. It was a process that went on between me and the Lord and quite a lot of hard work and then some other people helping as well. I had never dreamt that that would, would happen. And yet my prayer is that having been able to write some of those things down, it will help thousands and thousands and thousands of Christians who are teachers or they're interested in, in education. Can we have, uh, John, do you mind, can we have that second scripture up again, please? At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth, you will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. Thank you, John. It, there is abundant joy. There is abundant joy that comes when we find the things that we're engaging with with God and we go to the Father and we say, look, there's something that is growing within me. Can I talk to you about it? Can I ask for this? And in that process, there's great joy that comes. And I wonder what we're asking. I wonder what questions we are asking the Father. What is it that you are asking of him? There'll be, there'll be things that, that we want to, to see happen in the short term, but there'll be things in the long term that we might dream about. Yesterday, I had a short-term problem. Uh, I was getting up in the morning and cleaning my glasses, as is my habit, and my glasses broke. They snapped right here across the bridge. Anybody who wears glasses regularly will know that uh, that's a bit of a problem. <laughs> you can try and fix them with uh, bits and pieces of tape and splints to hold them together, which is what I did, but it doesn't work. So I rang my optician, who uh, happens to be a, a good friend of mine, Stephen John, some of you know him, and I said, can you help me? And he said, well, it just so happens this is my first day back in the shop. It just so happens I have a pair exactly the same, a frame exactly the same. And I can just take the lenses out of your broken pair and put them into this new pair. So this is a new pair of glasses. It looks exactly the same as the old pair, except that they're not broken. <laughs> that makes a big difference. That was something I asked him, but I did ask the father. He said, Lord, not having my glasses is going to be a real problem. Please help. So there's my, my story for the day. And that's a short-term thing. But I think what... Pentecost is about, is about the long-term things as well. It's about the direction of our lives. It's about the direction of your children's lives. It's about what you bring from heaven to the earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What is it that the Holy Spirit wants you to discover through Pentecost. It's a bit like going into a big supermarket and you go in with your trolley and as you enter the supermarket I usually use, you enter and you go into the, the fresh fruit section. It's a bit like going there and saying, oh, I'll have a blueberry. 
I'll just have a blueberry. And then you, you, uh, you go around and look at lots and lots of other things. You think, oh, it'd be nice to have this and nice to have that. And you move out of the, the fresh fruit section and you can smell the bakery section. And there are all sorts of other things you look at, but you think, no, I've got my blueberry. I'm, I'm happy with that. And you go to the checkout and you, uh, you turn up with your basket and you probably the blueberry's fallen through now, so you'd have to have it in a cup or something. And you take the blueberry out and you show the person working at the checkout or you try and scan it if you use the scan as you shop thing. And what comes up to you or what gets communicated to you is this. It's already paid for. Everything you have chosen is paid for. Everything that's here, everything that's in this place, this in, in the image I'm using, a supermarket. But you can probably see where I'm going with this. If, that were, if that's something that happened to you in the supermarket, you'd go around again, wouldn't you? You'd say, what, you mean it's all paid for? I can take whatever I want. You'd go back, you'd get a whole packet of blueberries, you'd get strawberries and raspberries, and then you'd go around and get bread, and who knows what you'd get. Holy Spirit brings heaven to us. And everything that we can imagine, everything that we can take to the Father and ask for from our hearts, in the name and the power of Jesus, those are the things that he wants to deliver to us. So Pentecost is not just about speaking in tongues. It's not just about fiery apparitions that happened on, on a day 2,000 years ago. It's not even just about a wonderful occasion when 3,000 people came to know Jesus for the first time. It's also about your imagination, your dreams, your visions being enlivened by the God of heaven.